1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm Sabah. And I'm Brandon. And we are your hosts of The Cannabis Hangout. On today's episode, we have the pleasure of speaking with a woman who's a part of the local Oklahoma cannabis scene. We initially read her article in the Oki Charmed magazine, so we had to reach out. She's involved in a grow and a dispensary, and she's been making strides to help our cannabis community. We are thrilled to hear her journey and what brought her to where she is. So guys, please welcome Sarah to The Cannabis Hangout.
0: Hi, Sarah. <laughs> Hey, how's it going? Good. Thank you so much for just taking time out of your day to be here with us. We really appreciate you. So let's just kind of start from the beginning and tell us where your cannabis journey first began.
2: Okay. So, um... I was listening to some of your podcasts, okay. and the I kept hearing that at the very beginning yes. every time. Let's mm-hmm. talk about where it began. Let's talk about where it began, and I just kept laughing because I was like, "Oh no, do I have to go there? Yeah, yeah we <laughs> yes. do. We do. do I have to go there? Because <laughs> going there means we're going to Logan County <laughs> in a trailer house, propping out of solo cups, amazing, all legal by solo cups, all legal. solo cups. Yep. Okay, yes. tell us yes, that contraption. Yes. Okay, well, <laughs> propping out of solo cups means like you're popping your seed, like you're transplanting into okay, solo cups. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's what you're using in your initial like start of life. So um, once you've kind of like got your seeds ready, you put them in the solo cups like got you it. would normally do like maybe a rock wool cube yeah. or like a one gal pot or something like that. Nope, we were propping in solo cups. Amazing. Um, yeah, so we had How a... How old were you? What was uh, this? So this was like three years ago. Okay. So when like kind of like in the um, earlier starts of the cannabis industry, got we it. entered about a year in. Um, my family, we opened a farm out in Guthrie and we had a, um, indoor warehouse about 3000 square foot in, um, on the West side of Oklahoma city. And so honestly, the indoor warehouse was the first, um, goal. Um, but once we got started in that, if you know anything about getting a certificate of compliance in Oklahoma city, it's an absolute nightmare. Mm -hmm. Um, for us, it took about eight months and in that we started February, 2020. So COVID. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so that was very interesting. So, in the interim, um, I actually uh, was working for my brother in law. He was the one who had the idea. Um, I'm originally from Oklahoma City, had just moved back from Austin. I had about an eight year stint out there. Okay. Was kind of like looking to change up what I'd been doing previously. And he was just like, hey, you want to get into cannabis? And I was like, fuck, I, I, oh, can I cuss? I'm yeah, saying, oh, okay, question yeah, yeah, I have Express a really yourself. bad mouth. Okay, <laughs> hell yeah. Um, I was like, well, why not? You know, um, and I was in ministry before, so that's a whole other backstory. Um, And so I was just like, all right, we're fucking doing this. Like, you know, I've uprooted my whole life, and let's try it. So anyway, long story short, the outdoor wasn't even in mind. And so um, because we knew that the indoor licensing was going to take so long, Logan County is – Um, very easy to get a certificate of compliance you literally go to the courthouse they sign a paper make a copy of it hand it back to you so we had that in one day and submitted to OMA and had our license in like six weeks
1: amazing so yeah
2: so we got started out there when we started out there we had no power in that at that land it wasn't run that's how rural rural it was it was in between Guthrie and Crescent so out there and, um, yeah, so it was crazy. We were running off of like 10 generators and wow. not like anything like industrial generators, yeah. like literally go to Home Depot and buy <laughs> oh, a generator. No. Yeah. Wow. And so we started like that, ended up having five greenhouses, acre fenced and having a one successful like outdoor season. And, um, we also ran our greenhouses through that winter okay. and we able to pull crop. Like that, Um, but yeah, so that was crazy, Um, but that's how I got immersed into cannabis first, and before I got into the industry, I didn't even really smoke, like I had smoked a few times, like I was was completely new to the industry, so like I had left Austin, I had just gotten my esthetician license, but really because I was bored, um in the environment that I had been in previously, I was working in private equity and me and my current husband at the time were in full-time ministry as well as mm-hmm. an associate pastor. He was the children's pastor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, my life is completely different. <laughs> yeah. <Wow. laughs> yeah. It's like crazy. Um, anyway, so yeah. Um, and then, yeah, now I'm in cannabis and I don't know where we were going with that. No, that was great. So <laughs> I'm in cannabis. Sorry. Yeah, now no, you're I'm in cannabis. This. I apologize. No, you're Sorry. Good.
1: So, what's your go-to way to consume cannabis?
2: Um Blunts, definitely.
1: What kind of blunts? What do you roll your blunts?
2: In? Um Tell So me. I like white owls. Okay, and I like anything like silver. I don't like anything like uh, I'm saying like yeah. flavored. I'm saying. Although I think I have white peach right now, but that's because But white peach is like the like special the most subtle yeah for sure so I definitely (laughs) smoke blunts I don't I smoke and when I smoke blunts it's like 2g blunts like we don't do anything under that because that's just a fucking waste of time if I'm gonna sit there and roll a blunt like it's gonna be a fat one blunts only blunts only well I mean for me if that's my preference I'm smoking blunts but I'll smoke anyway like I'm not gonna turn down anything I love hash too yeah I'm really starting Mm -hmm. to like dive into that Mm -hmm. like heady journey yeah shout out hilltop gardens yeah Um, that's the spot um so yeah I so, we're actually um, starting some hash collabs here pretty soon with a couple of um, really awesome um, hash companies in nice. Oklahoma, and we're super excited There's to some launch good that. Ones, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're super excited, and I think um, just the partnerships we're starting to make in that community yeah. um, are really exciting. And then we, we eventually will have our own hash and things like that, but it's like, um, you know, we want to expand in that market. And the way to do that is to do collabs Mm -hmm. and we get to do it with super cool people who have like similar goals as us. That's always cool to work with side by side. Exactly. And that's what we're looking for, right? We're looking to make those partnerships that are going to last mm-hmm. and that people who have the same goals as you yeah. and everything like that. Yeah, so. Sure. so do you have any certain
0: strains or terpenes or like scents that you prefer like gravitate towards?
2: Yeah, of course. So um, I'm an OG girl so I like any of that funk. Okay. Those highs are like subtle for me. I super love that. Um, we actually carry a strain um, called Race Fuel OG. That's a really good one. It's Jet Fuel cross with Face Off OG. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's a it's a sinker for sure. It's really good. We also have one called Breath, which I brought you guys, Ooh. one of those eights. So there's a Cushman's and a Gorilla Breath in there, but the okay. Gorilla Breath is GG4 crossed with OG Cush Breath, Ooh. and it's just like that nice, like thick, like. Almost like puppy dog breath. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh, it's stinky. Puppy dog breath. Yeah, but <laughs> no. it has that GG four in it, which is yeah. just like so good well for your known. Body. For yeah, yes. exactly. It's a great medicinal uh, high and everything like that. So you get that OG funk and then a nice like relaxed high. Yeah. Like uh, it's a good evening couch sinker for sure. Delicious. Can't yeah. Oh, and it's it. tasty. <laughs> it's tasty AF. So. <laughs> yeah, I love to hear
1: it. Yes. So, what do you personally consume cannabis for? If you don't mind sharing, yeah. and at what point did cannabis become more than just smoking for you?
2: Yeah. I so I think, um, honestly, it's going to make me emotional, sorry. That's no. okay. Do your thing. Don't yeah. no worry. Um, I think for me, like, and I think, too, when I heard you guys, your, like, whole thing is the st- ending the stig- stigma on cannabis, right? And for me, it was scary – entering the cannabis market one because um i have a son he's three years old and i co-parent with my ex-husband okay Uh, he lives in austin um and so in texas it's not legal Mm -hmm. so that was one of my fears right is this going to be used against me to take my child (laughs) um and he's above everything else like i yes you know in a heartbeat Uh i would have turned my back to it um and so like we had a good talk about that and he was okay with it everything Mm -hmm. was legal like not a big deal so when I started to actually dive into cannabis, um, I knew the ways it could help me with anxiety and, um, and not being able to sleep, not being able to stay asleep, not being able to like control my appetite yeah. in like w- one way or the other. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was either super extreme or yeah. nothing. Yeah. Um, and that's really helped mellow me out in those ways with certain terpings and things like that. Um, but I also can't take medication. Okay. And so I suffer from a lot of, like, um, body pain ailments. Mm-hmm. So, like, my joints and things like that. And I have, like, early onset, like, arthritis and things like that. And I can't take the medication they have for it. I'm allergic to, can't take it. Yeah. So it was like I would just suffer. Yeah. Um, but since using cannabis, I found so much relief in that. And for me, truly, getting my mindset to change from – um feeling shame because I'm like, am I a drug addict? Mm-hmm. Like, Do I, am I too dependent on this? Because yeah. you know, it has an addictive whatever in it that, you know, people say or whatever, or is this what I've been missing my whole life? Yeah, The the piece of the puzzle to make Sarah run mm-hmm. and to make Sarah successful, right. is that the piece? And yeah. I, I honestly can say that it is. And so for me, when I like pursue Anything in talking about the plant or talking about cannabis—that's always the first thing—is like um, the the shame associated with it or the the stigma. It's just like we have to get rid of that because this plant is so powerful. And until we can like um, get like the higher ups and the people who have control of the country and things like that to understand it, um, it's always going to be like blocked. You know, for the because we haven't even begun to tap into what this plant can really do. Right? There's been no like real official research and yeah. everything like that. Like we only know what we know mm-hmm. and every day we learn more. And so it's like what the potential could be if we had, you know, these people with all these high degrees and like yeah. who were made to like explore things like this, had the power to like do that. To utilize it. Exactly. Yeah. Like it could be so helpful for so many people. Yeah. yeah you're so, right. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: so what would you say like, Kind of going into, like, family-wise and that mm-hmm. dynamic, like, are they supportive of what you do? Like, was there ever any, like, judgment at first with it? Or was everyone just kind of on board from the get-go?
2: Well, so that's actually super funny. So I always grew up not liking weed because my mom, um, she did suffer for a little while um, with some substance abuse. yeah, And... Um, beyond weed, but weed was always involved as well. So yeah. I just always associated the two. Yeah. And I grew up in a and that's sp- what you knew. Exactly. Yeah. That's oh, what I knew. And so, um, so I was, like, always hesitant about that part, right? Um, But once that was washed in my mind or whatever, it wasn't Mm -hmm. a big deal. But my parents, my dad actually bought me this, for Christmas, a Buy Weed From Women jacket. Amazing, (laughs) I've seen that jacket, it's so dope. Yeah, it's so dope. My dad got that for me for Christmas, and he's super supportive. I smoke so much weed with my mom every time she comes up. She complains, though, about the Highway Lines weed. She won't smoke it because she says she gets too high. (laughs) She was like, I need Reggie. And I was like, I'm not going to go. Oh, buy that Reggie, none, of, none yeah. of my friends grow boof, so yeah. I don't know where to find that for you <laughs> You're like just take one yeah, then, exactly maybe, yeah chill yeah one and done but all of my siblings like they're so supportive my stepmom she's amazing and she always is trying to support me in any way that I can it's really great like yeah a lot of people can't say that a lot of I people don't especially
0: like coming from like where you were in mm-hmm. the background you had yeah. and then just coming back into Oklahoma and
2: definitely and i i mean my extended family they're way more ingrained in religion and everything yeah. like mm-hmm. that still so it's not really something that i publicize i was just talking to someone today about how like i have a personal instagram and i have like a cannabis instagram yeah. and then i have just like my regular facebook and mm-hmm. i've never sh- i've never shared anything about cannabis on my facebook or my like personal instagram mm-hmm. And I was kind of thinking about that. And I was like, God damn, if you're going to be like all in, like who gives a fuck? And, you know, I've had some pretty cool accomplishments happen to me in the past year or Mm -hmm. so. And like that Okie Charm magazine. And I was like, maybe that'll be like my cannabis coming out. I'll post it on Facebook (laughs) and be like, fuck the free world. Like, I don't give a shit. You know, (laughs) yeah, exactly. And my dad was super proud of it. And my mom was too. Like, they were just pumped. And I don't know, honestly, to be vulnerable, I don't know why I didn't. You know, Mm -hmm. there was some hesitancy there and I don't even think it's because I really care what people think because me and my ex are good with it. It's not an issue with my kid, you mm-hmm. know, all these things. So it's like, I don't care what people think, mm-hmm. but I think it was more of a, I just don't want to fucking deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's not even worth it. Like a personal freedom for sure. To, yeah. 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 It's, like, it's like a level like, of privacy for me too. Yes. I think it's like, I don't need people in my business. Right. And, mm-hmm. I, and especially like, I don't, I, I respect all of my family, but like, I really don't
1: You don't feel like you need to explain yourself. And I
2: don't. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And anybody listening, you do not have to fucking explain yourself ever to anyone. Yeah. At all. Ever. ever. Yeah.
1: That's great advice. Thanks for saying that. Of course. (laughs) Um, So let's flip the script a little bit. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay.
2: Um, So... um, that's a very <laughs> broad question. So currently, as far as my career in cannabis, mm-hmm. what I do is I work for Highway Lines. Um, we're a cultivation facility on the south side of Oklahoma City. We have a 30,000 square foot indoor canopy space. The facility in whole is 46,000 square foot. Wow. Um, we are currently operating nine flower rooms that hold 252 plants apiece piece. Um, across seven tables, 62 lights in each room. Um, excuse me 63 lights in each room um, and we have nine of those and we cut down each room every one room a week Wow! so we harvest on a perpetually a perpetual schedule weekly have a big team yeah wow. so yeah. we have so right in our grow currently we have about 15 to 18 um people wow. we're hiring up a little bit but we're almost fully staffed back it's there that's great
0: though to be able to like yeah. give people these types of jobs and yeah and to like mm-hmm. love it like
2: working with
0: plans and yeah. in this industry yeah. is so much better. I feel like than a lot of other stuff that you've done in your life before. That oh like, yeah. Really,
2: well, and then exactly. And so, well, that's been the huge goal of yeah. like uh, myself and our team, like my GM, office manager, my facility manager, my head group. Like we're all on the same page of like, hey, like culture here is everything. Mm-hmm. Our team, like our our team that that um, operates the facility and everything like that. Like when they hired me, that was the first thing that they said to me. Listen, we don't we don't give a damn about anything that happens mm-hmm. in this building, the first priority is culture and how we treat our employees and we're true yeah. to what we say mm-hmm. and all of those things and those values. And they you know, they looked at me straight up and they were like, do you think, is that something you can carry on? Yeah. And I was like, that's exactly what I'm looking for. I mean, culture sets the tone, though. It like really if does. You, if you have
1: good culture, then your employees are more likely to enjoy coming to work. And if they enjoy coming to work, then they actually pour into what they're doing. Especially working with plants because they feed off energy. Exactly, it's
2: all energy, and that's that's huge for us too, right? So it's like you know, someone's kind of like not having a great day. They know like, hey, like don't bring those vibes around here. Like, go chill. Yeah. whatever you need to do to get yourself in that space mm -hmm. because like, and then also we're working off a collective energy too, right? The higher you go, I go higher too. You know what I mean? But the the lowest that the lowest person is like, that's where we all are, you know? And so it's like, we're all like collectively, like we're going places. We're doing this, Mm -hmm. we're doing it big. These are our goals. This is where we're going. The best compliment anybody can give myself, my GM, my office manager, our favorite thing to hear is when they walk into this facility and they're like, wow, something's different here. Like
1: everyone seems happy.
2: Like Mm -hmm. I like the way I feel when I'm here. Like the culture is amazing here. And people say that over and over and over again. And like, that's the best compliment. Yeah. We have some gas weed. We have the Mm -hmm. most beautiful facility I've ever had the privilege of being in. Mm -hmm. And we're all really funny. If you ask me, but but the culture, yeah, (laughs) the culture, like that's, that's the best, best compliment. So yeah, that's, that's a high priority for that's us. Great environment. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah I love, I love that. that for you guys. Setting up a new company can be difficult and
2: confusing,
1: but establishing a strong foundation with appropriate and necessary documents can help protect you in the long run.
0: Yes, and with being business owners or self we understand
1: what it's like pretty well, I think. With BIC Legal, they practice in areas like family law, estate planning, business litigation, and review and draft contracts for your company while assisting in licensing applications, and so much more. And with the Oklahoma cannabis
0: industry thriving, the rules and regulations related to cannabis are quite strict. Jade Pebworth with BIC Legal, she really enjoys working with companies from the ground up. So if you're looking for good legal help in Oklahoma, she's your girl. Let's get back
1: to today's episode.
2: So how long have you guys been growing
1: for and how long have you personally been with the company?
2: Yeah. So we actually got our licensing for our dispensary and our grow last August. So August, 2021, uh, that's when I started. (laughs) I was, I was interviewed in July and was hired. Um, and then I started in August. Um, and so, yep. So we got, sorry, (laughs) we got the licenses and our first harvest was in December, Um, So, yeah. So December of this year will be uh, anniversary of first harvest. Okay, Yeah. So we're really exciting. So we're fresh, like super new and Mm. also um, in cultivation, like um, part of, you know, getting everything um, tuned in and everything in line and all of that, like really dialed in you have to know your facility, right? Yeah, and so that sure. takes some time. Mm-hmm. And so we were handed the keys to a fucking Ferrari, you yeah, know, <laughs> yeah. and you don't always know how to drive a Ferrari. Yeah, especially when yeah, everything exactly. is super, new. exactly. Everything's super new. And then with all the technology that we have in yeah. our grow, um, Argus Controls is um, the system that we use that houses, you know, and controls our rooms with our irrigation, our CO2, mm-hmm. um, our lights, everything like that. yeah. And um, all the equipment that we have in the facility had never... talked together at the same time so mm-hmm. our acs hvac like all of yeah. that it's it's irrigation it's all never worked together before so we were like a little science project yeah um so that took some time and it mm-hmm. took some adjustment and things went wrong That's a lot other games. yeah, to yeah to for sure yeah. so you know we're just now feeling like we're kind of getting in stride like right we way. feel like we're home right we kind of yeah. we kind of know each room like what it's going to do what it's known for you know yeah. all of these things and then also we were handed brand new strains that we'd never grown before okay um, okay that was going to be my next yeah, question yeah and so So, yeah, so that's part of my my job there, too, is I help source genetics. Okay. Um, One of my favorite parts of the job, honestly. So I'm currently the sales manager is my current title, and I'm managing the sales team and doing all that, and that's been amazing. Uh, It's the first time I've ever been in sales, Uh, but everyone's like, what? You're not in sales? And I'm like, I I just can talk a lot. That's all (laughs) My dad's in sales too. I guess it's just kind of natural. He's makes like, sense. yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So um, that, that's that been a cool flow and cool yeah. to learn and everything like that. But like my my heart has always been in like propagation. So like the early stages of life, sourcing genetics, okay. um, taking care of the mamas, like the nursery life. So
0: with that being said, what mm-hmm. is something that you guys take pride on when it comes to your flower?
2: Um, right now, I think really is just... Um, do you mean, like, what strengths do we like? Yeah, or, or like, like, I guess
0: your method of growing, like, how you guys and your grow, like, how do you operate?
2: Oh, so for us, like, cleanliness, right, is the mm-hmm. first, is our first priority. And that's one of the first things that anyone says when they walk into the grow is, like, oh, my God, this is so clean. And yeah, like, it's yeah, always one of the first things. Do you want to have your lunch mm-hmm. on the floor? Because we can. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so that for sure. And then, um, you know, I mean, we're all, I guess at home. Very good, that was good. That was good, yeah. well, cleanliness, right, right? But then always, well, yeah, but, right, yeah. But then always, like, putting the plant first, right? Because it is a, it's a living thing and it's a consumable thing. So that's Mm -hmm. one thing that it's never, like, clicked for me when I go um, places and it's disgusting. Mm -hmm. I'm like, your, your, your patients are consuming this. And so taking that methodology from the beginning to the end, right? So we're talking about as well, like, people will spray um, laid into flour, things that are harmful chemicals right. for people to smoke. And yeah. like, I'm talking harmful, like we'll give you cancers mm-hmm. are known to do those things and they'll still do it. Right. And then you don't know, right. As a patient, you yeah, don't know what you're kind of, smoking. No, you're you don't know what it is. Right. And so that's the other thing is like the transparency of it. And that's, that's one of our huge things as well as transparency. It's like, you want to know what we're running? You want to know what IPMs we're, we're spraying? Yeah. We'll tell you. You want to tour the grow? Come on. Mm-hmm. Like, we really back that up because we want to set the standard, right? It's like, this is the standard. Like, this is <laughs> this is the consistency standard. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't even the high standard. This is should be the bare minimum, being right. clean, being true to what you're using in mm-hmm. your products, and putting your patients first. And, yeah. Yeah. and so that's, that's a full that's circle really huge for us. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. awesome.
1: So what's your favorite strain that you guys grow and why?
2: Okay, so... Um, we have a lot of history behind some of our newer strains. So like I said, I source genetics and I have like some of the funniest stories about how I get some of these genetics just because like, it's just wild. We, we'll we talk about it at a different time. But um, anyway, I'm just thinking about some of them. Sorry, it's so funny. <laughs> You're fine. Um, but right now, I think my favorite is our peanut butter breath. Okay, I um, love the good peanut yes. butter breath. Oh, it's so tasty. And honestly, I think my favorite part about it is just how beautiful it is. Yeah, I think I brought some, so I'll show you guys after this, but it is literally gorgeous. It has like these beautiful, like little whipped white hairs and it just looks like creamy and buttery. Like it just looks like it sounds. And, um, not to mention, it's just a super, 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 super strong high. Mm. Like the first time I smoked it, I smoked it with like, um, I think it was when, we were actually filming for the vlog and uh, we were all in the car and we were like, okay, we're going to feature peanut butter breath. Cause that was like our next drop. Yeah. And so there was like eight of us in there and we smoked it. I maybe got like two hits of it, off of it. And I was actually like really bummed. Cause I was like, I am not like, I don't even feel like I like smoked at all. Yeah. Maybe I got a few more hits. I was like, damn it. Like I wanted this to be gas. I wanted uh-huh. to be sinker. So after that event, I went home and I rolled some more of it and I smoked the whole blunt, and I literally think I spent half the night on my patio because <laughs> I was so high. <laughs> like it was that high that you don't like realize time has passed. Yeah, and you know, you're what like I mean? five hours later, and oh, you don't even know what you've been doing, right? It's like maybe I've been scrolling, maybe I've been staring into space. Like hey, where did I go on
1: your
0: patio? That's like literally. What, uh, yeah,
2: I was at home. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was at home, and um, yeah, I was. It, it was. It's so yeah. It's sedating. It's a good one. I love that. <laughs> good to know. We'll
1: have to look out yeah, for yeah. it.
2: So what's been your favorite thing about being
1: involved in the cannabis industry and specifically highway lines?
2: Um, I think, honestly, in cannabis is just getting to know the plant. Um, I I love cultivation. I, I love learning about it. I love learning about, you know, everything that the plant can do in in flower, everything that the plant can do in veg, everything that mm-hmm. the plant can do post-harvest, everything that the plant can do in hash, everything that the plant can do in extracting, just like all of these things. It's just so dynamic. And then even to like push it out further, it's like what you do in one stage will directly affect something in a different stage, mm-hmm. right? So um, if you're harvesting for fresh frozen, right, and you seal the bags too tight, you might as well just like not done it because maybe you just like, wasted half of your yield because you broke the trich heads off and you're not even going to be able to use it yeah, or they're manipulated, yeah. right? Or if, if they touched it too much in harvest or if it's not broken down enough, you know, just like all these things, right? And the Little the, things
0: all matter. Exactly, yeah. right?
2: If you're not plant training properly in veg, like you're not going to get a good yield and flower, just like, you know, all of these things and how they coincide. And so I think that really ties into what my favorite thing about highway lines is. It's like it takes all kinds of different people, personalities, mm-hmm. energies to run a facility like this. Right, yeah. And a lot of times on the outside, outside that these energies, they don't look the same. How do they work? Right. Mm -hmm. How do they line up? How do they match? And I think when you look at our team, we come from such broad, different spectrums of life and we're also different and odd in our own ways, but somehow it works and it's beautiful. Right. And I I couldn't do things without a tailor, right. And veg and how much care he puts into that. Right. I couldn't do it without Moses and flower, making sure that everything's default properly in the right right amount of time. I couldn't do it without Dakota, who's breaks his back spending hours and hours and hours everyone's crucial exactly my admin team and all of their gifts like all of these things and it's just like so crazy you know how it all just works and how we were all just brought there but it's just Uh like I feel like cannabis in general and bringing it to Oklahoma and how much it's changed the the
1: the culture in the state Mm -hmm. it's the same
2: thing it's just like so powerful and I just like I think the possibilities are endless like and there I really are the opportunities. Yeah. I'm just fucking yeah. so excited. It's and exciting, so yeah. like, it's so privileged that like literally like the universe brought me here and I just like, uh, I couldn't have like done it myself or manipulated it, yeah. it any yeah. other way, yeah. you know, and it was exactly what I needed and I had no idea. Yeah.
0: That's I had no the best. idea. Yeah. That's honestly I had no the best. idea. I needed it.
2: So on the flip side of that, what would you say has been the
0: biggest challenge about like what you do? And, like, how do you feel like you've ever had to overcome that?
2: Yeah, um, I think feeling shame, right, for for being a cannabis consumer. That was really big for me because yeah. I had such a stigma towards it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to fight myself on that, you know. It was a battle that I put on me. Nobody mm-hmm. else put that on me. Yeah. Um, so that was really hard. Um I think just learning a completely new industry three years ago. I had n- yeah. no cultivation knowledge. Yeah. I had no. I never even. Re- I smoked a few times before in my life. I didn't know what a. I didn't know there wasn't strain names. I didn't know. Yeah. Like yeah. I yeah. didn't know yeah. anything. Yeah. I didn't know what hash was. Like dabs were. Like yeah. I knew nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And just you know, looking back to to where I am now, it's just like crazy how much that has grown. Yeah. Um. So that was a feat and that's something still to this day that like I feel um, sometimes like inadequate mm-hmm. to be at the facility that I am um, only this far in um, because people will work their whole lives in this industry and never be in a facility like this. And yeah. I don't say that from a boastful way. I say that because I never saw myself in a facility like yeah. this. I never, and, and if I did, and I did see myself in a facility like this, but I always thought it would be five, ten years in the making, right. I had no idea. It was going to be presented Exactly, so because when yeah. we were closing my family's farm, I was like, I can't I can't function without yeah. this. Like, yeah. where am I going to go? Like, what yeah. am I going to do? I don't want to leave this. I finally feel like I fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something makes sense. Something is, right. like, pulling me out of bed again. Like, I, I can't leave yeah. this. And I saw our facility from the highway, and um, I was like, I, actually, I saw the H back. Um and I was like holy fuck I know that's a grow because we have um, 12 zero cool units they're 30 ton units um and then we have additional HVAC but those are for each uh, each flower and bed and propagation room have their own dedicated uh, mm-hmm. 30 ton unit and so I saw that from the highway and I just I was like I have to work there I have to work there and so I just started researching Freedom Road Freedom Road that's the name of our dispensary yeah. Yeah, okay. and I started seeing ads on Indeed and they had like general manager they had an office manager I think they had like you know, bud tenders, grow techs, stuff like that. And I was like, I don't really office manager. Yeah. I've done admin my whole mm-hmm. life. Like I could, uh, whatever. Yeah. But I was like, that's not what I want to do. Right. I want to be mm-hmm. on the actual like plant side again and wholesale, like all that. And so I was like, I don't care. I'll just apply anyway. And I had no idea that like a year later, like You'd I would be here, be here and like wow. rocking the highway lines and the right? how the brand evolved. But I literally, I would drive by that building, um, before I even like any, like I think it took like six weeks for anyone to respond to an application wow. and every time I would drive past it I live in Yukon so um, I'm not really on the south side very often mm-hmm. but I take my son back and forth to Texas and every time I drive past it I would just imagine myself in it. And That's why I, it's here. Exactly. Yeah. I would just imagine myself in it and, yeah. and what I would be doing if I was there yeah. and where my office would be. You manifested that yeah, shit. Yeah, I manifested yeah. the fuck out of that place. That's fucking dope. And so, and then when I got the interview and I hadn't heard anything back, I mean, another six weeks or so, I hadn't heard anything, right? I had been emailing the guy who had hired me and he'd be like, yeah, yeah, because they hired me on the spot, right? They were like, we want you. We don't know what you're going to do, but we want you on our team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, so I had been emailing back and forth with them. I and mean, he was like, yeah, I'll let you know, I'll let you know. And I hadn't heard anything, but still, every time I drove past it, I was like, that's mine. That's where I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I just saw myself that's in my so cool. office. Yeah. And
1: here we are. That's here really are. freaking cool. I love that. that. Yeah. So how do you find it being a woman in the cannabis space? What's that experience been like for you? Because we know this is a male-dominated industry, mm-hmm. especially being in the grow area.
2: Yeah, for sure. So um, all my life I've been in male-dominated industries. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up with, uh, five sisters. So. Wow. You're a tough Yeah. Girl. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of four. Oh yeah. It's hard. You know, then it is tough yes. in those houses. Yeah. And I was always like a daddy's girl and like, I'm, I'm a really big football fan and all that. So I'd always like gravitated to like mm-hmm. male friends and like yeah. things like that. I worked in um, ministry, male dominated. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked in private equity. I was always the only female. Like, almost every job I've ever had, I've always been the only female. So, for me, that's never been an intimidating thing. Yeah. Like, it's just another day, baby. Like, yeah, let's you know it. what I mean? Let's yeah. fucking get it. It's good and, for you, though, with yeah, the experience you've had. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, and that's just yeah. why this whole thing is just so orchestrated by the universe. Because everything just has equipped me for where mm-hmm. I am now. And what I'm doing now is going to equip me for what I'm going to be doing in yeah. the next year. Like, yeah. the universe is always working in my favor in that Absolutely. way. Yeah. And um, so... Anyway, so yeah, so that to me, it's not a phase. Um, have I been disrespected on the daily? Do I get harassed on the daily? Yeah. Do people um, <laughs> do people not respond to messages, not talk to me at conventions, not look at me twice because they think I'm some dumb, like eyebrow done up bitch, all the time? Yeah, but that's okay because yeah. I don't need anyone to confirm what I already know. Right. And I'm running shit. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I love that. And so, so it doesn't bother me. You want to step over me right now, you'll be back, but it'll be on my terms. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not worried about it, but honestly, the men that I work with day to day, phenomenal you don't have that problem I don't have that problem but that's because I don't surround myself with that this first hint I get it no and the first hint I get of it Mm -hmm. it's a no for me dog like we don't we don't have to do that you know and I will I've told people I have I have probably 10 people a day come through I call it my trap My, my trap right um and there have been people that brokers bring in and stuff like that, that I'm like, never bring that motherfucker back here again Yeah. because we don't do that. Yeah. We don't do that. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. Nothing they're that I'm not saying. They're just, yeah. well, and it's yeah, not even that. Here. It's like, you're just not going to come in here and disrespect me. Right. You're not going to come in here and disrespect my team mm-hmm. because that's not the way we roll. Yeah. And I, and like I said, I, I'm not trying to, like, push away business or anything Mm. like that. That's not what it is. But it's just, like, we don't need that kind of energy. And that's not what's going to last. That's not how we set the standard, right, if we allow that to to happen. And so the buck stops with me. And so I do that, too, to protect other females in the industry Mm. because I know that is – the things that I've gone through, there's been people who've gone through it worse. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so for me, it's like a and my GM, she's amazing. She is like the the baddest of the badasses. Like she will in a second. Uh, uh-uh, uh, nope. See you later. <laughs> like we don't play that game. Yeah. yeah. And um, but yeah, but I like I like being. I like being underestimated. Yeah. Yeah. So for me Is it's it a, a good win. Yeah. it fuels your fire. Yeah, I am yeah. a I'm a left hook. They don't see yeah. it coming yeah. so That's yeah. fine. That's yeah. right. So <laughs> with
0: all of that being said, where do you hope to see yourself like grow within this cannabis industry, the yeah. community? Yeah.
2: So for myself Uh, Or for Highway Lines, I see, you know, that brand just exploding. Yeah. Um, There's just so much genuine passion behind it and so much intention and just – all of it together, like, I'm just excited to see where it goes, and we grow some gas. (laughs) There's some good flour, yeah, so I'm super excited for all of that, and I'm excited to see how we can educate the market, Mm -hmm. and help remove the stigma around cannabis, and all that, and then for myself personally, I think that education, um, and Stigma breaking is what yeah. it is for me, um, and where I kind of see my brand expanding. Um, I consulted for a while on like the um, like licensing side of things, the admin and all that, and I really liked that. But that kind of serves like an old means mm-hmm. purpose, yes. Like the new me is more like, hey, like I've broken these like chains that I've had around this, and I want to do that for other people because yeah. I've been in those that position yeah. and mm-hmm. I know what they need to hear, you yeah. know. Yeah, and it. a lot of times it's just the authentic truth, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times people are scared of things they don't, you know, they don't know about, right? Yeah. And so once you inform them of the knowledge, then they're, they'll they usually turn right around to it. Yeah, yeah be more open to mm-hmm. it. I have a question about you.
0: Yeah. So you do, like, flower sales. What yeah. What is, like, what do you think has been the hardest part of that? Because I, I feel like anyone we've talked to or known, mm-hmm. Saba used to do some flower sales, yeah. and, like, yeah. no one says that shit is easy. It's gnarly. And that's one of the <laughs> hardest things to sell.
2: Yep. So, yeah. like,
0: How, you know, like what is, how does that...
2: yeah, do for you. It, it's difficult. I'm not going to lie. Um, Sarah three years ago would not have been able to sit in that seat um, because rejection was really hard for me. Mm-hmm. And I would take it personally and yeah. I would internalize okay. that. It um, has nothing to do with me. Um, it has to do everything to do with where that person is. And I'm not going to be for everyone. My flower's not going to be for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, and that's sure. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that it doesn't suck sometimes to get nosed yeah. because um, it does, mm-hmm. right? But I think because I have so much passion, about the plant, it's that's what drives me. I have yeah. so much passion about mm-hmm. this brand and where we're going. That's what drives me. Yeah. Not to say that it's not hard. And I think as we see, and especially these last six weeks with the whole metric change and everything like that, it's been... It's been difficult. It's been hard because people haven't been buying because they're trying to sell out all yeah. of their flour. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the the flip side of it is that there's a lot of grows closing. So they're selling all of their flour for next to Super nothing. Super cheap. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I'm talking like whatever they can get. Yeah. And so that, that messes up the market really badly. hmm And so we were, I was struggling internally with that for a long time because I was taking a lot of that weight on myself and I was like, okay, what am I doing wrong? Like, Mm. what can I do different? Like all these things. And I just had to settle like, Hey, there's a shakeup in the market. Yeah. Just hold fast. Uh Like we're going to get through this. It's going to be fine. And it's been great. Like everything has been good. Um, I think one of the things that we're working on, um, right now is just building a super strong sales team. We have a few good guys that I really enjoy working with and they're killing it. Mm -hmm. Um, but we just want to keep elevating in that way the state's really big and things like that and numbers are everything like the more numbers you can get and the more people you can get on the ground you know the the wider you'll expand quicker so yeah so that's something that we're working on and honestly in cannabis it can be really hard to find good people um and I don't mean I don't say that in the way of um like people who are in the cannabis industry, or bad I mean, you people? Have a different cats in this industry, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and like, not everybody will vibe with everybody. Right. Not everybody's yeah. meant for everyone, for sure. uh-huh. right? And so that's just been, and you know, just I don't even want to say cannabis industry. It's hard to hire good help in general. Yeah, yeah. Someone who wants to work. Exactly. And who is going to show up and do what they're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. Like that's On time. Yeah, <laughs> on time. And not to mention, we always say, it's like, people are like, oh, it's like herding cats. And we're like, yeah, it's like herding high cats. Have you tried that? <laughs> right. That's every day. Like, oh, wow. Every day. Um, herding oh, high cats. Herding high cats. Yikes.
1: Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, that was like a challenge. Yeah, it is, definitely. But that's so, lame. yeah, I would say like in sales right now, that's just... Just like, playing, riding the waves yeah. of this ever-changing industry. And it's going to keep changing because yeah. when it goes wreck, it'll change. Like, yes. when, when every time a reg change, it changes. Like, you know, all of these things. So, it's just all riding the wave and yeah. staying positive throughout yeah. it all. And I think once you get your intention set on where you want to go, the only block is you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, if you can push mm-hmm. past you. You got did. it. Yeah. yeah. You're
0: your own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I'm trying to make me my best friend. Yes. And for yeah. a, it's been it's been a weird it's been a weird thing, right? Because like yeah. for the longest time it's like you don't even realize how much you fight yourself. Yeah. You know, and how much mm-hmm. you bully yourself and all this. And I just had this revelation and I was just like, What if I became my best friend? You know yeah. what I mean? Like what would that, what look, would like? that look like? Yeah. And yeah. then you start
0: mm-hmm. imagining that. Yep, yeah.
2: exactly. And so instead of like getting down on yourself when you do yeah. something wrong. That's okay, Bessie. We got this. Yeah. <laughs> like, what would you say to your best friend? My yeah. best friend, Jamie, she, she can come to me with anything. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I'm, I might be like, okay, that was kind of dumb. Like, let's not do that again, but yeah. no big deal. No sweat. Yeah. Like we got this. Yeah. And so it's like, let me try to treat myself like that and see mm-hmm. how yes. things change. Yes. And so, yeah. That was extra, sorry. No, it was good. It was perfect. So for someone like wanting to get
0: in the cannabis industry, but they may not know like what route, like what's the right step to take. What's some
2: advice that you have for someone? I would say just do it. Whatever you got to do. Me and my GM were talking about this this morning. Um, Like too many people want a good time over a good thing right yeah so when you nope. enter a new industry right mm-hmm. you want to enter that industry at the same level you left your last one yeah that's not how it works mm-hmm. we're not on the same playing field anymore right sure you have some attributes you can carry over and you can like attest to and all these things but we're at a fresh playing field. Right. So like my, me and my GM were talking this morning when she got into the cannabis industry, she had to get a second job. Like she'd been making a a wonderful salary for years and years and years. And now she's in cannabis and having to wait tables. Like, but she wanted it. Right. Mm -hmm. When I started working in cannabis, Mm -hmm. I moved back from Austin. I had to move in with my dad after I left my marriage and I had a one year old son and my brother-in-law was like, I can pay you a thousand dollars a month. I was like, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. And I worked, my dad owns a, a like a youth uh, softball company. Mm-hmm. They host tournaments and things like that. And I worked every single weekend for like six months just to
1: make, to make it
2: work. Mm-hmm. And so I could move out and be on my own again and yeah. all of that. And I look back to that and I'm like, damn, like you did all of that fucking work. Like we're talking like hundred hour plus weeks, yeah. like in, and, and, and outdoor, <laughs> like in the elements, yeah. like it was me and like four other people, like working this huge ass farm. And I'd never even done it before, but it was worth it because I knew I just felt it. I knew that something yeah, was you know. worth mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And yeah. so that's what I'd say. If that's your passion and you feel that and you know, take whatever you can. If it's a bud tender position working overnights, mm-hmm. take it. If it's, you know, running someone's Instagram, take it. If it's making some flyers, take it. Like if you want it, if it's, even if the pay is below what you think you can live off of, if that's your passion and that's what you really want, you'll figure it out. Yeah. If you have to get a second job, but you want to be in cannabis, get the second job. Like, you know, it is Mm -hmm. what it is. The entries are what they are. The pay rate is what it is. Like, Mm -hmm. but if you're passionate about it, you'll figure out a way to make it work. And I think that that's the thing, right? It's like, people are like, oh, I want to be in cannabis. Like, I want to be able to smoke weed and work on plants and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, do you?
1: Yeah. Do you really? Because,
2: and you're complaining about, you know, like, oh, I don't, you know, X, Y, Z, right? The Mm -hmm. time, the money, the blah, 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 all this. But if it's something you really want to do, you're going to figure out a way yes. to make it work. Yep. Yes, you mm-hmm. are. Yep. Yeah. So that's Absolutely. very well said. Yeah. Yeah. So we like
1: to ask everyone this question, but what's a stigma you would like to see revolving, changed revolving cannabis?
2: This is what I say all the time. Why is it okay for a mom to have a glass of wine every night? Yeah. Yep. But I can't smoke a joint. Yeah. Yeah. Or a blunt. Or a, In blunt, case. a case. <laughs> what You are know you what saying? I mean? Yeah. Right. And, 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 and I drink alcohol. This is not to bash alcohol, but that's poison. Yeah. It's literally poison. Mm -hmm. And this is plant. This is medicine. Mm -hmm. And yet I'm held to a, she's a bad mom. She's, she's a drug addict. Like she's high, like all this stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. But, you're glorified, oh, girly, cute. <laughs> 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 wine. Yes, oh, wine, yay. Like, yes, no, exactly. fuck that. Yeah, yeah,
1: I feel that. Yeah. I, and I, we agree with that. We have that conversation so often. Yeah.
2: Where and not to bash wine. I love wine no, too. No, no, of course. Yes. I don't course. mix wine and weed because... It just too does much. something to I mean, me. I'll be on the floor. You gotta come get me later.
0: That's so Say <laughs> goodbye. Yeah. I love it. Oh, well, Sarah, I think this wraps up our episode yeah. today. Thank you so much for being yeah. here and just taking time out of your day. Of course. I appreciate you and to your guys, the camera crew. Oh yes. yeah. Oh can okay. we shout gang. out the vlog? Yes. Okay, so we
2: have a camera crew surrounding us right now. Um we just started our vlog called Still Trappin'. Um it's on YouTube under Highway.lines. Um um, so it just follows us through the grow like our day-to-day operations you get a tour and a look inside of our facility oh. kind of what the sales looks like what harvest looks like you know what all the rooms look like you get to meet all the personalities um in the grow and they're insane yeah. you get to feel like you're a part of the culture <laughs> and everything like that so definitely a good watch our next episode launches next month um, so yeah check it out it's a yeah, great idea absolutely. i love it
0: so, guys, if you want to follow Sarah, what's a good Instagram?
2: So, always follow us on highway.lines. Um, that's our uh, cultivation site. And then my personal Instagram is canna.cultok. I just, I really like being shadow banned. So that's why I decided to put that <laughs> in my yeah. title. Um, but that's my Instagram. Hit me up if you guys have any questions cool. or would like yeah. to know more. Yeah. yeah thanks so much. Yeah. yeah.
1: Thank you so much. And thank you to our listeners for taking time out of their day to be here with us and listen. And as always, Brand, stay medicated.
2: Okay. You have to-